I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 14, 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who wishes Orazio Fantasia would change his name. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Now, you know I'm a fan of the uh, the multicultural aspect of our game. Oh, God, this Michael. could go anywhere. No, 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 no. So it's, it's not the young fellow who has an Italian background. It's not, it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you know, you know how much I and you... Oh, and you're, you're of German background. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I've, no, I've no issues with, uh, with immigrants coming to our, our great country in and fact, playing our great game. In fact, I think there's a few skeletons, I think, in your German... Background, mate. You can find that on my other podcast, uh, War Crimes. Um, I'm a big fan of Orazio Fantasia. Uh-huh. Fantastic player, does very well. Goldstein, you know, bit of a bit of a, an Italian Eddie Betts, if you will. Oh, maybe an Italian excitement machine. Yes, there that is go. exactly what he is. Yeah, he's like a young Benito Mussolini, uh-huh. as you saw him. You know, when he used to carve up the soccer field, he's he's very reminiscent of that. But now, you and I are both big fans of Brian Taylor. Boy, oh boy, wow, we are. Yeah, and when, if anyone's going to sell, uh, you know, commentary candy, it's BT. He's the only one who is allowed to do such things. But I watched the Sydney Essendon game Friday night, and can I just say that BT... Now, we all knew he was on the path to being the most annoying motherfucker on the planet. But Friday night, he took his annoying motherfuckerousness to the next level. Okay. Every time Fantasia went near the ball... It's a great name, Fantasia, though. Fantasia's nice. Well, look, he loves Orazio. Yeah, He's okay. a big fan of Orazio! And you're just like, oh, my fucking God. Because now I had the uh, sound down. I had it yep. on, but I had the sound down. Because uh, I'm practising my own commentary. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. How's, it, how's it been going? Uh, that spawn kicks it to the other spawn. And then, yeah, okay. <laughs> What's your catch cry? Uh, look at that old fuck in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. I love it. It only works at one game, though. That's Doesn't annoying. matter. Doesn't matter. People people remember that. Um, You'll have young kids going, oh, look at that old fucking oh, crowd. To get it around the schoolyard. That'd yeah, be great. Yeah. Um, uh, so Twitter was lighting up about it. People were talking about it. Was he kind of just in love with him? He's like, he has been in love with him for quite some time. And I think on Friday night, maybe because it was the size of the ground, the ball went, you know, uh, end-to-end really quickly. Uh-huh. It was spent a lot of time in Essendon's forward line. And any time he went near the ball, so it wasn't if he was even in the contest, just near, you know, yeah, within sure. 50, 80 metres of the ball, which, which it's at the SCG... It's, it's all of us. All of us are involved. You know, you go get a, you go get a beer. They yeah. go, they're calling out, you know, Michael Damon <laughs> is near the ball. So I just suggest... For the good of football, and I understand that you want to stick to your heritage. You want to go, no, this is, this is my family. This is the way we were brought up. We came over here. We, you know, we emigrated. We have uh, assimilated into the Australian culture. We're playing the great Australian game. But for the good of football, I, Erasio Fantasia, will change my name to, what's something really odd, like Gary, Gary Rowan. Okay. For example. So there happens to be two Gary <laughs> Rowans running around now. But it's just not uncommon. So, there are two Josh Kennedys. See, there you go. Mm. Two very Aussie names, mm. Gary and Rowan. Mm. All right, we'll call him Rowan Gary. 
There we go. Yeah, it could be Rowan Gary. Yeah. yeah. So Essendon's fantastic little forward, mm-hmm. Rowan Gary, getting around. Everyone loves him. You can go Rowan Gary. So it's basically got a bit of the old um, Bruce McAvaney and Cyril. Yeah, it is a bit of that. It's, it's, it's Cyril it's, do a handball and Bruce will be ah oh, magnificent. And it's like no, that was just a five meter handball. Yes. Mm. And, and there's a bit too much of it coming in these these days. And I find particularly with the Channel Seven commentary, there's a lot of yelling, a lot of deep like oh, he's going for goal, yeah. and you're like he's just having a shot, mate. Yeah. It's okay. all okay. Yeah. And BT, uh, he wasn't allowed into the Swans oh, change about rooms. To bring that up. I think he maybe did a couple of interviews, but he wasn't allowed to roam around. Yeah, because uh, it's right, called roaming BT. Hashtag roaming BT. Mm. So you can uh, you can hash because I'm sure this goes really well for the Channel Seven social media people who have to uh, look at that feed and go, oh, should we put that on the screen? No, no, this one calls him a cunt. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let that one go. Uh, okay, what's this one? Say? Uh, no, no. Okay, well, uh, all right. So maybe we should change it from roaming to BT. Uh, people aren't loving it. What's the clip? I think it might have been on Front Bar, your show. Yes, on Front Bar. I think he just walked into kind of a property steward's room. Oh yeah, walked into an empty room. There's no one in there. Yeah, yeah. there's no one in there. Yeah. I, I think because they heard BT was on his way. Yeah. So the Swans wouldn't allow him interviews, and he was he was going on about oh you know they're not allowing their sponsors mm. you know access and. Uh, you know, uh, getting them exposure, and you go, oh, there was like two hours of a football game yeah. where there's a lot of there's a lot of sponsorship yeah, that's on true. show. You that's know, true. like I know they're VW and Qatar. I can tell you that off the top of my head. Did they give an official reason? I think the official reason was uh, BT's a fuckhead. Uh, that came from the club. And then today... Oh, yeah, sorry. I saw the press release. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then today, uh, Carlton were playing Richmond, the big game at the G, Channel 7 game. He calls anyone in a long, long sleeve top for Carlton. There was about half a dozen of us today. It was mm-hmm. very cold. Yeah. Very cold. You've got to wear the long sleeve. Mm-hmm. Silvani. That's all he knows. He goes, oh, Silvani's got the ball. You go, no, that, that's, that's Pickett. He's sure. indigenous. Okay, yeah, know. gotcha. It doesn't just because they have long sleeves, it's not Silvani. And then he got Casbold and Cruiser mixed up. I mean, for fuck's sake, Brian. You're a, he's a professional. Yeah. He's a professional. You're calling for his head, aren't you? I do want him gone. You, call, you, want, you want him gone. He's made the big transition from Saturday night to Friday night. Yeah, no, I think it's a bit too much. A bit too much. A big too much. A bit too much of a leap. Yeah, and I think it's a bit too much of the BT show. Ah, that, that's what okay. I think is detracting. Because can I just say that over this weekend we had some of probably the most famous wins. Oh, dude, it was an amazing weekend that have ever been uh, witnessed in the AFL in, in VFL AFL history. This I've never seen down. more famous wins. This will go down as the greatest round of football of all time. And yeah. it's still not finished. Do you know how much shaping the eight there was this yeah. weekend? Uh, we're recording this at 6.37 Eastern Standard Time. Absolutely. Uh, St Kilda and... Gold Coast are uh, three-quarter time. They're duking it out. Saints 74, Gold Coast 57. Could be anyone's. Oh, mate, that is, uh, that is up as, for grabs. As we've learnt this week, uh, this weekend, it can chop and change. I mean, Geelong, 30-odd points up, yeah, up down, so down. Came, and back. came back. Like, I, I'm, like, uh, I know Carlton are trailing Richmond at the moment mm-hmm. and the game finished an, an hour and a bit ago. Yeah, but everyone's left. I'm not convinced that no, uh, Richmond's a, won it. There's still a chance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not calling it yet. No, no. no. Why would you? No. But it was amazing. Starting on uh, Thursday, Thursday night, night, took a trip to the Adelaide Oval to watch the Mighty... Well, I didn't, but to, the Crows took on uh, Hawthorne. And, uh, I mean, we came back from 21 points down. Were you down at one point? Yeah. I thought you led pretty much the whole game. No, no, we were down. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe it's 17. Look at the app here. Uh, anyway, I must say, it was a fantastic game. And you know what I saw Hawthorne do, for I reckon, the first time this year? Win. Well, no, it was their kind of magic handballing. 
you know, when that, those backline kind of doing the quick three or four yep. handballs to get out of trouble. And uh, they hadn't really kind of capitalised on that this year. It was the Hawthorne of old. Hawthorne, wow. The Hawthorne of 2015. Are they a chance to Actually, make it was the, the Hawthorne of 2016. We, we did make the second round of the finals. Yeah, but that's not the point. Hmm. You don't want that. So you, did, you, did you think you would win? Uh, I, I mean, you go in hoping. Obviously, Adelaide, I mean, for me... Yep, they're going to win the next five. Okay, yeah. All right, Pac, you've called it. So, so obviously they uh, they're on the verge of a dynasty. Yes. So obviously a, a, a mini dynasty or a normal dynasty. A, a mini because they're going to have a year off. And yeah, okay. another five. Yep, yeah, yep, okay. Yeah. I, I can't stress to you what a great team they are. Yeah. And for the Marty Hawks to defeat them by fourteen points. Well, over there as well, uh, and with half the. T- Half the team out too. Let me not tell you that. Yeah, well, did did Jagger O'Meara not play? He didn't play. No, oh, Harry's knee. It's fine. It's fine. Now they're gonna, they're gonna. He needs he needs the three knee replacements. Uh huh. Okay. But they can do incredible things these days. <laughs> no, no, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. It was a shocking loss for Adelaide. Like they, for a team that's supposed to be you know up thereabouts. I mean they're they're, they're top two. They're sitting second by uh, percentage only at the moment, but by a massive percentage, you would expect them to knock off the Hawks. But as we've seen this season, Michael, like, I mean... Topsy-turvy. Oh, 17 can easily knock off 16th. Now, I was watching uh, the game with half of Hawthorne's outs. Uh, I was at the Rose Hotel. Oh, the lovely Rose Hotel. Yes, sponsors. went to meet friends of the show, Limo. Footballers mm-hmm. in real life. Yep. Josh Gibson and Ben Stratton. Oh, right. Had they gone there to meet Limo? Or uh, were they just down there to watch the footy? I think they were just down there. Because yeah. Strats is a local, I believe. Was Strats on the decks? Did, did, did oh, that's I, <laughs> I was going to make a revolver reference at some stage, but uh-huh. I, I was like, oh, nah. I didn't, I didn't talk to them a great deal. Just a bit of, hello, how you doing? We kind of sat at the table. Uh-huh. Uh, let me think. Uh, Gibbo wearing a beanie. Uh-huh. Did uh-huh. he have glasses with lenses or without no, lenses? No, he didn't have glasses. No on. glasses? No glasses. Shit. Um, so his vision's come back because he wore glasses for a long time. I'm trying to think if Stratton was wearing a beanie as well. What about Stratton? Big, what sort of moustache did he have? He had a have? big bushy beard. Yeah, had a big beard. Yeah, had a big beard. Big beard. Yeah. What about a wax moustache? That's Stratton, isn't it? Uh, well, he, he, looks, he looks like a fucking idiot. Yeah, what he has in the past, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, you won't believe this, Adam. Okay. I might be giving away a bit too much. No, do it. You won't believe this. Mm. Okay, stop the presses. Mm. Football fans, get ready for the shock, the horror. Josh Gibson was there. With an attractive blonde lady. I know. Oh, whoa. I know it is hard to believe. How do you do that? It is difficult to believe. But that's, that's, I saw it with my own eyes. He must have like, got it lucky. Like, it was like seeing Bigfoot. <laughs> okay, fuck. He's a lucky man. So did you talk about the, did you talk about the Hawks? Did you say how you're going? You know, what's going on? Are you playing on next year, Gibbo? Have- you shouldn't play on next year. You've been a fucking waste this year. Why'd you play on this year? You're fucking terrible. I'm glad you're not over in Adelaide at yep. the moment. That's the reason we're winning because you're not there because you can't go third man up anymore. You're fucking terrible. Yep. Why did you play on this year? You're fucking costing someone a game who's younger who could be playing mm-hmm. next year. Did did you mention any Word other? for word, actually. Yeah, okay, great. Know, great. Were you there? Yeah, how did he take it? <laughs> um, we didn't talk a great deal. Yeah. Um, just a bit of kind of how you're doing at the start. Uh, so were you just hanging behind Limo going, oh, can I, these guys are well, cool? Well, kind of, it was there on one table and Limo on the table next to them. Oh, so, right. But I will tell you what, yeah. um, they were doing the Hodgie mic'd up. Because yes. you couldn't really hear the commentating a great no. deal. But that uh, looked that looked great. Everyone, yeah. From what I heard, it everyone really was did, saying it was really good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I made a joke, something along the lines of, do you think light and easy paying extra to drop a reference? Yeah. And that got a good laugh. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, nice so one. I was pretty man. happy good with one. that. Yeah. Can I just say, speaking of references that are owned by this show, that uh, Channel 7 stealing our JGD Thunder. 
They, they keep talking about him, don't they? Yeah. Well, apparently on the coverage coming through from our listeners on uh, Thursday night on Twitter, was saying that uh, they were saying that JGD at the game paces a lot. And it's like, uh, we've been dropping that for – we've had our, no, our no, JGD pressure factor for like three years no, in, the, in the lab. We're the opposite, though. We say he doesn't pace. Because I've had a few emails and I've replied to them to kind of confirm and deny. And I, I claim he doesn't pace. So you say he doesn't pace, but you say he gets animated. Gets angry, yeah. 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 So if Jack fucks up – He'll, he'll tear apart the he'll record. Smash the record on yeah. the uh, on the on the beam in front of us. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, because I think Wayne Carey. Did sat- you not say you saw him once piss in a cup and throw it at Jay <laughs> at Jack when he was coming off the ground? Was that was that you? Totally that in confidence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but uh, I think people were saying Duck sat next to JGD on a plane or, or saw him on a plane. Oh, okay. But I think they've strung it out over three weeks now. It's like the JGD segment. That's... Because they know... Mate, that's not something Channel know, 7 would do. They know that's what gets people in. Yeah. They've been listening to Junk Time. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And then being... Uh, well, you know, if a, if a Junk Time listener is walking past the telly and they hear Jack Gunston's dad, they'll be like, hang on, this Junk Time got a TV show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's just they're peaking, they're tap, tapping into what we've yeah. started. Yeah, I think our TV show is about three minutes long and yeah. a lot of beeping. <laughs> and also, uh, if you ever hear Gatorade Bukaki yeah. mentioned on the uh, footy coverage, TV, yeah, let us know. First time ever, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was a great win, a fantastic win by you guys, and it just shows you how much Adelaide really needed to get Bryce Gibbs, and after today's effort, you can have him. <laughs> and now we moved on to Friday night. What a... Amazing. That was game. amazing, yeah. So Joe Dannyher takes that mark in the back line over a pack. Yeah. And you're thinking They're home. They're gonna ice the clock. Oh, they're gonna be mate. fine. Yeah, they're nineteen points up. No yeah. one loses from nineteen points up. He kicked it off. No one. He kicked it off to the wing and then it came forward. Brendan Goddard it was kicking out. Is that right? You know what I say about that though? It's a shame that happened to such a good bloke. <laughs> you know, like of all the people that have to suffer, like, you know, what, what's, what's Goddard done that's, you know, anyone dislikes about him? Now Nothing. Did, you know, he's, he's throwing pretzels around. Did Channel 7 take advantage? Because imagine the shot you'd want to get is him walking into the change rooms. Yeah. And seeing what's on display there. Did they get that shot? Did they no, I don't believe they that? did. But don't you reckon as soon as, as, soon as uh, uh, Gary Rowan... And how disappointed would Rowan Gary have been? Uh-huh. Like, he's played a great game, yeah. and then Gary Rowan seals the winner. He's like, fuck my namesake, yeah. my, my mirror namesake. Uh, I imagine that uh, the Essendon football steward would have just gone, oh, fuck, put it all away. Yeah. And they're like, but they need to replenish their salts. He's yeah. like, I don't care. I don't care if they're cramping up on the flight back. Yeah, no hard, no hard candies. Yeah, yeah, nothing out for BJ. <laughs> we can't have him flinging pretzels around because the man's a fucking goose. <laughs> But that was that was an horrific kick out. By, yeah, by I mean Brandon it's unfortunate Goddard. that kind of stuff happens. No, it's not unfortunate. It's really cool. But to get smothered in the back line, I mean, the worst thing is when you, I found when I've played fullback in junior games and stuff like that, or kicked out. Yeah. When you do a bad kick out, the worst feeling is when it sails back over your head, <laughs> like five seconds later, <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. go, "Ah, oh, get fucked." <laughs> the worst one is when they go to kick out short and like the full forward marks oh, it who's on the mark. Yeah, and you yeah. go, that, "That's not cool." And but then, uh, but but they that was a, a horrible loss and it just happened so quickly too you know and then BT was losing his nut when fucking Buddy bombed it from fifty five out and put it right. through he's like long long and you're like all right mate he hasn't kicked it now I'd have thought and oh I, yeah I, it doesn't really I don't think it's got much traction okay but Gary Rowan was there a possibility that was a free kick no. So what are you saying? You saying it was a hold? It was Martin Gleeson, I think. In yeah, it was. It was Gleeson. But he's in front. And now Gary did kind of position himself well. Gary said that he was trying to shepherd it through. Okay. And then realised the ball was dropping. So did he sling him around then? No, I think it was just body on body. Mm. And I think you are showing the softer side of your demeanour. 
All I'm saying is that I question the integrity of the game. There's been a lot of uh, umpire um, decisions questioned yeah, over the weekend. Yeah, they're all on the take. Really? All on the take. Every umpire. Look through the looking glass, Adam. Okay. It's a conspiracy. Because I was saying uh, James Kelly took that bouncing ball uh, on the siren at the end of the second, at the end of the first half. Oh, that's right. And yeah. then went through, and they said, "Well, that's a point." Mm-hmm. Simon Lethlian came out and spoke on Saturday to the cameras and said, "No, that's a point." Yeah, yeah. Well, it was weird that people were questioning. Well, I think thing, because it was a one-point game. The thing so. that was correct. I suppose you've got to clarify. I suppose you need to clarify. Yeah. Like Simon Lethlin was there for seven hours yesterday, clarifying, clarifying every decision. Yeah, it went for it went for <laughs> way too long. Do you think though? Uh, during the week, speaking of Sydney, that Barry Hall came out uh, during the Hall of Fame and said that he should not have got, should not have played in the uh, 05 Premiership. And he absolutely should not have played in that Premiership. Mate, all he did was he hit Goose Maguire yeah. behind play. Yeah, and then they argued at the tribunal, that it was in play. Even though it was 80 metres off the ball, (laughs) that he was running to make position. Ipso facto, he's in play. The ball was in the Swans' back pocket. Yeah, that's not the the point. It's the greatest escape of all time. And also they talked about the impact. I remember at that game... um, I was at that game. uh, What do you name? Uh, Fraser Garrick Mm -hmm. had to go back to mark Barry Hall because Goose was winded. Because Maguire, he suffered. He probably got concussed. Yeah, he didn't do very well. The old, the old it was incredible how he got off that. Yeah, it, it, maybe, it was. It was he, pretty amazing. Did he maybe have points hanging? Oh, we wouldn't have the point system back then. It was more. No, it was basically uh, people saying he should have got a week, but they they argued that because he was running to a position that okay. it was technically in play, even though it wasn't in play. And then he came out and said it wasn't in play. And so you know what that makes me feel? He should have to give up his premiership medallion. You are proving two points, my friend. Mm. Who's who's the common denominator in these situations? Yep. Which team? Yeah. Is Sydney the common Swans. Denom- Sydney Swans. Yeah. Filthy cheats. The AFL has a conspiracy yeah. for the success of the game in Sydney. You believe that, do you? You believe... Hang I mean, on. I've got, no. I mean. You believe that a team that had the cost of living allowance and managed to somehow sneak Buddy, Buddy Franklin unknowing, unknown to anyone. Yeah. And that gave the other team, the Giants, oh, unlimited access to the best players in the land. Don't be naive, Adam. Oh, I don't know what you're saying. Anyway, I think he should give his premiership medallion to Bob Murphy. Ah, uh, there we go. Fair trade. Yeah. Yeah, and also that was a Sydney team. Oh, it all comes oh, back. Oh, yes, <laughs> fucking Sydney. So it's tough luck, tough loss to Essendon. They, they played really well, and they, yeah. were, they should be very disappointed. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. It was. Well, heartbreaking, that's a big... Yeah, no, that's <laughs> ridiculous. No, my heart wasn't broken. I went to bed fairly happy. Hey, tell you who nearly had their jaw broken. Who's that? Clayton Oliver. Oh, my God. Like, if he had... If that guy had have missed him by just another two or three inches, he could have nearly almost killed him. It was Will Schofield. Was it quarter time or half time? It was half time. Half time, yeah. Going off the ground and uh, having a bit of push, push and a shove. And then Schofield threw an elbow that... I suppose it did connect. Well, looking at the vision, it doesn't look like he did. But yeah. Clayton Oliver, he's a hard nut. And he, Yeah, they actually said that he did the post-match interview and they were saying he is a hard nut. He's a hard nut. Uh, and, also and hard nuts don't just drop to the ground. Like well, Joel Selwood, you ever seen him drop to the ground? Well, <laughs> He's a hard nut. I've never seen it happen. Well, Goose Maguire. He's one of the hardest nuts I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Never dropped. Um, he did say, if I remember correctly, mm. uh, he said it kind of it, – it did connect – and it said it was more that a uh, – oh, here we go. They've got the quote here on the um, – uh, it didn't look – I don't want it to look like a faker. People call him a diver. Uh, I just wasn't ready for it, and it rocked me. So he said it came out of the blue. I suppose you don't expect a kind of elbow like that. You know what he's saying? 
He's calling Will Schofield a coward. Well, coward elbow. Well, I was actually watching the interview and thinking, right, aren't you meant to play his code? You meant to oh, kind of say nothing right. in Oh, right. So you reckon he sold him down the river? Because will that be evidence? Will they, will oh, they absolutely it's evidence, evidence yeah. mate. He's gone. They Schofield go will probably never play again. So I suppose you don't expect an elbow. But then there's an unfortunate pause where Clayton kind of stops moving and then falls. So that's why you get the, the label of a dive. Yeah. Do, do you think it was a dive? I mean, having, having seen it... I personally uh, have mm. spent a lot of time with Clayton Oliver over the years. Yeah, mentor role, I suppose. Yeah, you're good like that. And his word is his bond. Okay, I can, I can, you can take that to the bank. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Man of honour. Yeah, man of honour. No, that, that's that's fair enough. You know what I love though? Firstly, I love a good, I love a good melee at halftime because the umpires have no power. Can't do anything. Have, and so the uh, umpire on the spot reported Will Schofield, and then as the players, so Clayton Oliver, uh, yeah, Clayton Oliver got back up mm. and ran around to remonstrate. Because yep. you, you can't punch on in footy. You remonstrate. Yep. That's the first thing you do. And so he ran around. The umpires have no power. Mm. So all they can do is go, I've reported him. Come on, guys. I've reported him. Oh, stop it, guys. I've reported, I report, uh, I reported him, mate. Daddy rooms, mate. I reported him. Rooms. Stop it. I've reported Daddy, him. There are lollies waiting in the rooms, guys. I've reported him. Now, we've had that thing of uh, flying the flag last year where mm. if a player hits an opposition player, then that team gets five minutes to fly the flag. Yeah. And you can do anything you want. We- anything. Weapons, chairs, oh, tables, teeth on the gutter. Whatever. Whatever you need. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> just American just history Xing just someone in the footy boot too. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's double and also you call you call the boot study, you go, give me the long ones. And they've got to take their mouth, mouth guard out. out. Yeah, so fuck you can yeah. Hear oh, the noise yeah. of yeah. the teeth on <laughs> So should we bring in a thing uh, between quarter time, half time, three quarter time? Yeah. You're just allowed to blue on. Well, see, I don't have an issue with it because it's just going to cost the teams. Hmm. Like, the umpire can scream, I've reported him as much as you want. But you go, you know what, mate? If anyone punches anyone, it's going to cost him next week. Don't tell Jordan Lewis that you've reported someone. Let him go. Let him go fucking crazy. Oh, no, but I mean no reports. Like, it's a free-for-all. As soon as the siren goes. As soon as the siren goes. fucking punch on. Free-for-all, because it's not in play anymore. So why are they getting reported? Isn't that, I like my logic. Yeah, no, no, no. Isn't that how Jonathan Brown got off in a preliminary final... In either 2002 or three, he was in a fight at quarter time and the siren went and he got reported and they said, you know, reported for blah. And he said it wasn't during the game. Huh. And he got off. I don't have a memory of that. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure. And so that, that works exactly to your theory. In As soon as the siren goes, you fucking go for it. Mate. Yeah. Whatever you need to do, whoever you need to grab, you get friends coming out. Anyone can jump. I mean, you, you know, they're going to cop a $7,000 fine. Mm-hmm. But I think it's worth it. But also... Uh, you grab the, you know, the, the hoarding that they that, that put up behind the, behind the teams. You grab one of the spikes from that. Isn't just it, go to town. Isn't it also by the fact that... Uh, what was I going to say? That it'd be entertaining for the crowd too. Like you know that kind of no, be that lull. Great. Like you know we're doing bongo cams, we're doing kiss cams, we've got little. It's a fair point. If, if you don't go to the bathroom or go to get yourself another drink, not which much to do. You're checking your phone, aren't you? Checking, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. You having a bit of a chat. You stand yeah. up for a second. You yeah. talk to the people next to you. You're looking over to JJD, going, "Settle down, mate." Yeah, Settle take down. it easy. Yeah. yeah, or else you know, if you're smart, you've already done that. You've already gone to get your beer. You go with you know four minutes to go in the quarter. Yeah, sure, sure. And you come back out and you go fucking bored. Yeah, sure. Half time. Or you go outside and you stand with the smokers in that haze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's a great place to Well, go. that's where I go and vape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty cool. But uh, again, at half time, I couldn't give it. You know what I'd love to see? Let the Oz kickers go at it. <laughs> Just fucking punch on. Because you've got to learn. You've got to learn how to defend yourself. Yeah, I mean, we're doing it for the kids. Yeah. It's for the betterment, betterment yeah, of the Yeah, how good would that be? Mm. Everyone loves a punch on. Yep. Everyone loves a melee. Yep. 
And I, yeah, I think even if what if the reserves came out, and also for the parents, you know, the parents just stand around. Yeah, they get stuck into the umpire too. That'd be great. Oh, I love reading a story. Oh, I think there was parents in. Uh, somewhere, it might have been in Sydney, I think, in New South Wales over the weekend. In a rugby think, game? Yeah, I think they punched on with the umpire. But yeah. They were, uh, I think it was under sevens or something. Yeah, well, <laughs> how else are you going to learn? How else are you going to learn abhorrent behaviour? I think it was about the umpire. It's like, what kind of person are you to do that kind of stuff? No, I'm, I'm a awful. great person. Yeah, great. <laughs> That's great. So, Clayton Oliver, so the, the word is he had a dive. So, no, there was, the fight kind of ended at half time. The word is he had a dive, and people went him on social media. Absolutely. And they went a bit hard, I thought. One man who went in was Damien Martin. Oh, yeah. Australian cricketer. One of our favourite Australian cricketers. So, Channel 7 have their tweet. And then Damien Martin writes, uh, am I watching soccer? Oh, I get it. Because in soccer, uh, they tend to dive a little bit. Is that, is that what he's getting at? I'm trying to look at the emoji. The emoji is... Have you got that up? It's a brown, a brown kind of face, is it? Oh, it's a monkey. A it's monkey? a monkey with its uh, hands over the oh, eyes. Oh, okay, you know? gotcha. Yep, yep. And then Clayton Oliver's come like back. Like, he can't him. believe what he's seeing. Yeah. Like, sure. if, if you're a monkey watching that game, you'd be like, oh, my God. Got to cover my eyes. And Clayton Oliver's come back at him. Come back at him strongly. Pretty hard, yeah. He hasn't held back, has he, old Clates? Almost, you would say, too strong, I think. Um, Unnecessarily strong. Okay. He said, hey, Damien, you Mm. should just worry about that shot in 1994. Mm. Link if you don't remember. And he put up a hashtag, am I watching a choker? She fucking, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) And he put up a link to how Damien Martin getting out in a uh, well, a famous uh, Australia meltdown against South Africa in 1990 at the SAG. Yeah. Now. Can I just put it to you? I don't believe Clayton Oliver would have been born in 1994. Clayton Oliver was not born in 1994. (laughs) So how the fuck? How far are we going back? Yeah, his family just gone... Mate, if this ever happens, it may not. Like, his dad sat him down when he was six, and he goes, watch this. Watch this, Clates. And dad goes, oh. Clayton's like, that's a bad shot, dad. He's like, yeah. Yeah, you fucking remember that. <laughs> you remember that, because that, if he ever, ever says anything about you, and he's like, but who is he, dad? He goes, oh, mate, just you wait. And he's like, all right, I, I don't know what that means, dad. <laughs> oh, God, he's going to go back. He probably has a full, full research. So, like, if Bill Laurie ever has a crack, he's <laughs> <laughs> got the file footage. Yeah, yeah. Dawn Fraser. Oh, oh I'm gonna, fuck, yeah. I got footage of you stealing the flag. <laughs> in the 64 Olympics in Tokyo. It's the weirdest It's the weirdest comeback. How you don't ignore that. And having said that, I mean, I have my mentor role with Clayton Oliver. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't condone it. But I, I, it's the weirdest comeback of all time. But do you think that... Um, Here's a 23-year-old sledge. Yeah, do you think that Damien Oliver should be still worried about that shot? I think I think he's I think he might have moved on by now. No, I, just think it haunts him still. Yeah, yeah. Every day he's just Shit, like he's just, just playing it just, out to the covers. Like, why did I, I should have lofted it, it or is, I should have gone on the ground? Just wakes up and goes, Funny Davilius. <laughs> what have I done? So he's funny in his dreams. Yeah, no, that's that happens a lot. I, I I love a good bit of inter inter sport rivalry. Yes. Now there was one. Uh, was it last year? Tex Walker had a go at Nick Kyrgios. Yes, caught him a flog, didn't caught he? Caught him a flog. Here it is. And uh, not even hashtag flog pod. Just said you're a flog. When he's this absolute galoot. Galoot. Capital, capital G too. Fuck. Going to learn what a dead set flog. Just, oh, fuck. Just suspend the peanut. He's really gone kind of like the flowery the, language. The, the SEN flowery language. So hang on. Are you serious that he put peanut in there as well? Yeah, yeah. Galoot, flog and peanut. That's the fucking... That's the... That's the bogan hat trick. When we all know, Kyrgios is a fuckhead, okay? <laughs> that's what you go with. Uh, I don't even know who Tex Walker is. Lol, that's her reply. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield got in. Oh, here we go. 
He is the bloke who raised $66,000 for Leukemia Foundation shaving his head. Seems like a good bloke to me. Tex Walker then replied, uh, here is... Here is, for future reference, buddy, just remember this next time you spit the dummy. Hashtag galoot. And if I remember, I'll get this footage up. If I remember correctly, it's a picture of a clip of Tex Walker taking a specky. Oh, okay. So that's how he replied. Oh, it's a good mark, actually. I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a relax. So I'd, I'd, I'd send that. Yeah. I'd just send that. G'day, Tex. Oh, here you go. <laughs> look, at, look at my phone. <laughs> this is what I do. Uh, and then Kyrgios replied, the fact that you posted a highlight of yourself makes me think you're a bigger idiot than I thought. Oh, fuck, it's going on and on. I'm dishing out. Uh, and then Dami Martin came in and said, I can't believe what I'm saying. <laughs> this sucker. But that's, a, that's some good quality chipping out. And you know what? I don't think there's enough of it. I think good on Damien Martin getting involved. He's clearly a West Coast Eagles supporter. He's a West Australian boy. Mm. And Damien, uh, sorry, Clayton Oliver's just gone. Sorry, Damien Martin, Clayton Oliver. They've both gone, fuck this, mate. It's chip out time. Chip out. And I don't think there's been enough chipping out this season. Which reminds everybody that our stubby holders are available. Big cartel dot... Junktime.bigcartel.com. Yeah, they're still available. Stubby holder being, are you chipping out? Yeah. And I, and I think that uh, it's just... It's a good reminder. Like, you know, because you know when you've had a couple of beers, mm. people do tend to start the chipping out. And it's nice to have that stubby holder and just go, hey, mate, have a look. Are you chipping out? And yep. they go, mate, I'm sorry, I'll step back. Yeah. I won't, I won't remind you of something that happened 23 years ago. Yeah. Uh, not in my lifetime. I'll just remind you, though, about... 10, 15 minutes ago, we were qu- quite proactively advocating violence <laughs> uh, amongst children. Yeah, 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 but that's not chipping out. That's just fucking fun. Everyone would love that. And then we had Doggies and North Melbourne. Unbelievable game. One point a difference. Now, I can't remember which one came back. North came back, didn't they? Yes, North came back. They, they were about four or five goals down at one point. And, uh, and again, with the umpiring, I, I think we've got to sit the umpires down. I don't think they've had a very good... Bye week. They haven't, they haven't reset. They haven't restructured. Sean Higgins yeah. was called to play on. Now I am positive the thirty second uh, shot clock, which wasn't on because it was in the last two minutes. But you've got thirty seconds to start your run up. Yep. You don't have to have your shot at goal within that time. You just have to start moving in. The umpire who wasn't in front of Sean Higgins from behind him said it's play on. Sean Higgins didn't hear it. He gets moaned down. Yeah, from behind. From behind. Now, if I remember that umpire, was he in control of the game? No, I yeah. don't think it was. I think yeah. it was a, a, the secondary umpire. Is that a bit when the other umpire pays the free? A bit kind of a bit of. I want to get involved. Well, no, kind of. It's my it's my match. Kind of calling you a bit shit. Yeah. Kind of like ah oh, no, I saw it. You didn't see it. I'm better than you. Oh no, I don't mind that. But he's he's overridden the other guy. He's gone. Oh no, that I, I'm I've already counted to thirty. Yeah. There's you a lot. Know. I mean, in their defence, I mean, no, I, I hate them. But no. in their defence, that's a lot going on. Ticking down the clock, you got to keep watching the clock. You got to make sure people aren't, you know, being naughty. Yeah, and also it's encroaching in the last few minutes of the game. If was it in the last few minutes of the game? It was in the last few minutes yeah. of the game. Yeah, so I'm right, and so I think there's a lot going on. But then, yeah, some stooge comes in and overrules you. Yeah, and then you fucking destroy the game again. I want to, I want to see the umpires punch on. You go, mate, that wasn't thirty seconds. He's like, it fucking was. I want to see umpires having a disagreement on the court. On the court. On the court. Wow. <laughs> on the ground. Big, big footy fan. Why don't you never do see them disagree, do you? I wonder if they do that yeah. in like maybe a quarter time, and they're like, I mean, what, "Do they ever have words to the boundary umpire? Do they ever just go, mate, you fucking, you've been four meters short the yeah. whole game? Those ruckmen have run in, didn't even get to that last one." Because I think there would be kind of a leader of the umpires, like there'd be kind of maybe one oh. who's a bit more experienced. I mean, they, like there a might be, there might be two have you know two hundred yeah, yeah. games, but like I imagine every game, like there might be one who's a bit more. 
across things. Like the person who bounces the ball first, is that like the guy who opens the batting and takes a strike? Yeah, I wonder. Is that like a kind of priority thing? Yeah. Got to work you're the, way you're up. the hero. Because yeah. uh, there's obviously four quarters. Does someone get two and the other two get one each? I don't know. How does that roll? I don't know. Is there a boss of the umpires when you're out there? Jeez, they're fascinating questions. Yeah, they are. And yeah. ones that I couldn't be fucking getting the answers <laughs> to. <laughs> but it was another fantastic game. Mm. It's just, uh, what do we have? A one, Two one-pointers. Yeah. A two-pointer and a three-pointer. Yeah, and a 14-pointer, Hawthorne. Unbelievable. Beating the greatest team of all time. No, that is that is exactly what happened. And also, uh, an amazing effort that the Doggies could even um, get out there and, and allow, because uh, last week they fucked up. Um, so, you know, like we always talk about pre-match entertainment, half-time entertainment, all the bullshit that clubs want to do. It, it, rings a, it rings a bell. Last year, uh, last week, sorry, the Western Bulldogs pre-match movie entertainment. So they, had, they play a movie. Hmm. So they don't, because uh, they want the kids there. Yep. So they play a movie. Yep, you sure. Get the kids there, was you take the family. Was it American History X? It wasn't American, it should be. <laughs> they played uh, Baby Boss. Baby Boss. Oh, yeah. Starring the voice of uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's playing the Baby Boss. Okay. Yeah. So the Bulldogs broadcast Baby Boss on the big screens to attract young families to the match ahead of the 3.20pm kickoff at Eddie Had. Now, Lovely. if you're a Doggies fan... Are you aware of this? Are you getting there? Go, kids, 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 we're going to go, we're going to go, we're going get, to get there at 150. Yeah. Baby bosses on. I mean, when I was a little kid, uh, the big thing for me was to get to see the banners. Uh-huh. So now that I imagine there are kids going, no, nah, no, nah, Dad, we need to go, we need to get there before Baby Boss. Yeah, Toy, Toy Story 3's on, Dad. Yeah. And then do they go home? Uh, yeah, or I Or stick around for the game? Because that's a long day. That's if it's a 320 game and you've watched an hour and a half film. It's a big drop-off, too. Yeah. You know, once you see Baby Boss, what's the point of watching your team? Well, that's a very good point. Mm. Uh, it says here, but the movie, which runs for 97 minutes, that's a long time. For a to kid's just, film, too. Yeah, for, to just have a movie on before. Mm. Like, if you and I are there, we yeah. get there 20 minutes before the game. I don't want to watch Baby Boss. Yeah, but he's a baby and he's also a boss. So, I mean, it's pretty well, intriguing. It's a, yeah. It's a good argument. Yeah, it's a baby that acts like an adult, okay? Do you understand that? I'm getting the concept yeah, of it. I yeah, like it. Yeah, it's a baby. Well, okay. All you right. know, babies are, like, usually pretty dumb. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This baby's really, really smart. Really? Yeah, really smart. Okay. So he's like the boss. Yeah, he's got, like, a man's voice. I'm sure it's a great film. I haven't seen it. No, no. I'm, I'm just trying to get my head around it. It says uh, it runs for 97 minutes. It dragged on and forced some Bulldogs and Melbourne players to have a pregame kick in near darkness. Now, what do you mean dragged on? Like, did they add an extra director's cut? Like, yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. like the, the label said 97. They're like, oh, no, it's three hours 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dragged on. Yeah, deleted scenes are in there. They had the director's uh, commentary. They played it the second time. Because the players do come out relatively early. They probably come out what forty minutes before. Yeah, have a bit of a kick. Yeah. So they would have been kicking during Baby Boss. Yeah, and is that distracting? Like uh, the doggies, well, the doggies lost that one. Is that because they're going? They're coming in, and Luke Beveridge is trying to talk to them. And one of them, like Jason Johansson's going, "Did you that? Did you see that baby had like a man?" Well, voice? I'll tell you what though. The thing was, the thing that distracted the the team because mm. you know the Bulldogs people are asking questions. You know, yep. Do they have a premiership hangover? We don't know. No. But they were planning as a group to go and see Baby Boss. Oh, it was During spoiled. The week, yeah. And so they've walked out halfway through Baby Boss and they're going, wait, wait a second. Yeah, that, we know how this ends. Well, this is real on Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. This is bullshit. There's We're no more team bond. bonding, yeah. Now, what the bonding was, who else are watching today on game day? Is it a bit more bonding? Dale Morris, yeah. They talked about bonding. Oh, yeah. And one person they'd organised. Well, if you look at social media, the Western Bulldogs players have been bonding really well. Well, they, they don't. No, no, don't, <laughs> don't. Um, they, Mate, I'm just reading. I'm just going on what Jake Stringer said. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, fair enough. I mean, there are, that, that's, that's, I, I don't like that 
suggestion. Um, but uh, I'm not suggesting. Organi- fucking shut up. They organised a table <laughs> tennis match, a tournament. That's not bonding. That was that. That was their bonding. That's not bonding. So they had they had the final this week. Where? Come, uh, high sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. They, that's good of them. Yeah. So they did that. They had a table tennis tournament. And they got the chocolates, so it's worked. Yeah, well, that's a very good point. They won by a point. But oh, I just can't see how you can't work out uh, working backwards from uh, 3 minutes 20, how long a fucking movie runs no, for. No, it's a good point. It's, it's not that hard. And also, you know what I love is the fact that they've they've dimmed the lights in the studio, in yeah, the stadium. In the stadium, yeah. And you know, also, it would have been really loud as well. Like, yeah. Even though at quarter time and half time, the music is really loud. And yeah. it's difficult to talk. I don't want to see a film before. But a you game. know what? You know what would be really tough though. If you did go there for Baby Boss, mm. there'd be a lot of people talking. You'd be doing a lot of shushy. Well, yeah. Actually, yeah, the siren goes off. You're like, shut up! Yeah, yeah. I can watch a Baby Boss. <laughs> anyway, good on him for having a crack. No, I, I yes, it, it is good on. And yeah. another another famous win this weekend. Geelong getting over Freo. Yeah, Freo had him all day. Yeah, had him. Joel Selwood. Knocked out in the first 40 seconds of the game. Mm. Got hit in the head. Uh, Hayden Ballantyne conked him in the head. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, the final kick. Final yeah. kick went through for a point. Yeah, it was a good game. So Freo kind of had about three chances in the last minute and a half, I reckon. Yeah. Not, not shots on goal, but they, they got the ball. Yes. So they had a chance to kind of regroup and get it forward. And you could just see kind of the pattern kind of happen around the ground. And eventually, yeah, Wallace just turns around to have a shot. And then they all fell to the ground and were sad. They were sad, mm. but I mean, they did really well. And you just—I mean, where does that, where does that put Frio in your in your calculation? I mean, I know they're in the bottleneck, but uh, they're just—they're not a great team, are they? Why don't we go through the ladder, actually? Because we'll just look down. St Kilda are going to wrap up against. Um, you think they're going to beat them? Yeah, it's twenty-four minutes in. Oh, they're four, five goals. Into the last team, they're five goals up. So let's have a look at the ladder. All right. JBS on top, and then we do have two teams on nine: Adelaide and Geelong. And then we have Port, Melbourne, Richmond on eight. And Melbourne are doing great. They're doing Mate, great. they're still sitting fourth. They're just out on percentage, but it's a huge percentage. Port Adelaide have obviously smashed well. They smashed Carlton by 90 points. So they're sitting. They're sitting. Would you say, Michael, it's almost an extra game? Because uh, they're, they're 21, they're 20 and, no. 21 and 24. No, I refuse to say that. You refuse to say it? Don't put words in my mouth. What if there's an eight-point game coming up? Uh, eight-point game, yeah, sure. Uh, mm. Eagles and uh, Bulldogs are then on seven. Where, where do you rate the Eagles? Where do, where do you sit them? I mean, everyone said they were a flat track bully. They were on their flat track well, and they got bullied. Like, uh, well, that's the thing. Um, they're, they're now the, the victim. Yeah. They're, they're of their flat, own they're flat trackness. Flat, they're flat track victim. Yeah. That's like, horrible. They're kind of the kid being put in the dunk in their head in the toilet bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're doing dunk it. Dunk their own heads in, in their own toilet bowl. And in yeah. WA. Yeah. yeah. No, they're, so they're fucking embarrassment. When do you lose the title of bullies? That's the question. Well, were they ever bullies? Like, did they ever yes, really they bully? Were. They were flat track bullies. Okay, cool. They were terrible on, <laughs> on hills. Yeah, awful. okay. All right, cool. Sand dunes, they were terrible. Okay. But flat tracks. Easy. Just yeah. nail it. Bully people. Okay. Swans, who will they make the eight? Well, they're, so they're one game outside the eight next. They've got the game on Friday night against Melbourne, which, can I just say, I reckon that's an eight-point game. I reckon that can be officially declared. Eight point, is that our first eight-point game? <laughs> of the year. Yeah. Because that, that's an eight-shaper. Yeah. It's, it's both. It's two. It's Shaping an eight-shaper. Eight, and it's an eight-point game. It's an eight-point game. Fuck, that's, that's huge. That's a Friday night game, Melbourne-Sydney, down here in Melbourne. That is going to be enormous. That will be massive. And also, I imagine Melbourne don't get too many Friday night games. So no. So it's great to have that. Yeah. But going forward, they will now. Because oh. they're, they're a powerhouse. Adam, Bulldogs, Eagles, next week as well. In Melbourne? Seven and eighth, yep. <whistles> now, I don't know if Baby Boss is playing, but... 
Well, you can't play it again. Am I saying we've got two eight-point games? Yeah, easily. Who, who have Essendon got? Because that could be an eight-point game right there. Brisbane. No. no, that's a disappointment. Yeah. Oh, Adam. Here we go. TWS. Yeah. Geelong. Fuck. Oh, Adam. Oh, no. Next week, Port Adelaide. Yeah, Richmond. who they got? And Richmond. Richmond. That's an eight-point game. We've got four eight-point <laughs> games. This is In amazing. This is unprecedented. This is incredible. Who's St Kilda playing? Uh, Fremantle. Oh, yeah, I guess. No, they're, they're not in the eight, though. No, that's a fair point. Oh, Adam. Here we go. Adelaide. Yeah. Play Carlton. That's a definite win for Adelaide. <laughs> so that's unnecessary, isn't it? Why would you do that, mate? Because oh, it's fun. No, but this season, 15th can easily knock off second. Yeah, sure. I mean, not saw. on this occasion, but 15th could easily knock off second. That's the thing about it. I'm worried about the pies. Yeah. Are about you? Pies. What about the 2010 pies? You're still worried about still them? Still worried about them. Fuck, what, 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 what's, got you, what's got your interest peaked this time around? Uh, pedals came out during the week. Pendles, yeah. Pendles, sorry, not pedals, yeah. Mm. Um, came out during the week and said that uh, they partied a bit too much. Hence hang they, on. Hence they had a, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. They Look. literally had a premiership hangover hang in on. 2011. You're telling me. Let me just run through. <laughs> Let me run through a few names for you. You're telling me. Dane Swan. Alan Didak. Yep. Ben Johnson. Uh-huh. Uh, Heath Heath Shaw. <laughs> Party too much. Steel side bottom. Had a bit of a tipple. Oh, <laughs> shit. What do you, and uh, what, did, what did he say? How do you know such things? He said it cost them 2011 because I think they said they partied a bit too much over the break. Yeah. Um, a couple of people flatlined. I don't know if that's affected by it. Um, <laughs> but I was suspect when Dane Swan came out at the flag unveiling with a foam dome. I thought that's <laughs> that's unprofessional. Well, you know, he won a brown that year, though. Yeah, but they weren't having Gatorade Bacardi, so no, vodka, vodka Bacardi yeah. well, for There's nothing wrong with that. The new players. Bit of Cristal <laughs> over the players. Yeah, so he came out and said that... Uh, uh, Guys were celebrating for so long, like 2011, probably still into 2012. That's a fucking hangover. That's Wait a, a second, party. that's massive. Yeah, that's huge. They, but, I mean, he says it was a hangover. They made the grand final, and mm. it wasn't until the last quarter. Like they, I think they were leading into three-quarter time. And if I remember correctly, they went 20-2. and two, So Yeah, <laughs> they did okay. They did okay. The only team they lost to was Geelong that year. It was too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And you know who came out and said I mean, they, if that's a fucking hangover, yeah. sign my team up every year. Guys, get on it. No, your team can't. Or not, you know, any team. Yeah. Get, you want to go 20 and 2, here's what you do. Hey, that rhymed. Yeah. But you know who said it wasn't a hangover? Can't guess who. You know who came out and just flat, flatly fucking denied it? <laughs> I won't tell you who it is, but I'll give, you, I'll give you the quotes from this man. He said, I admire Scott, but I just think, and I won't call it a cheap shot. Oh. But guys like Luke Ball, Nick Maxwell. Saints. Darren Jolly. Saints. And others would be saying... What is he talking about? Mm. You can't just bracket the club into a little bit that Scott thinks that he might have been part of. I just don't get that. If you talk to the other players, they'll be saying, we were desperate to go back-to-back. Brackets. Mini dynasty. And all indicators were we lost the last quarter of the season badly. Mm. Mickey Malthouse. He's not fucking happy. <laughs> which, is, which is a surprise. Did Mickey Malthouse has come out and defended it? Because, you know, I mean, there was a reason the guy got fucking sacked. You know what he needs? He needs a drink. Yeah. There's a reason he got fucking sacked, and that's because they didn't win the grand final. Can we talk about India? I love India. We're going to move the game there. Well, no, we're going to move a game. About time. The Giants and Richmond want to play play there. Yeah, and so they should. Do do we have a city yet? Uh, I think Mumbai. 
Okay. Because yeah. uh, is a Virat Kohli uh, was wearing the has been photographed in the Richmond Guernsey. Oh, okay. I think I don't know what his affiliation was with Tigers or where he came out here and visited the club. Usually that that kind of stuff. There's a lot of celebrities visiting clubs, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Tina Arena was down at Carlton during the week. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big names. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What's she got a tour coming up or something? Uh, yeah, let's say yes. Yeah. She was with the Kerno brothers for some unknown reason. I remember Dave Chappelle went to uh, North Melbourne. Did he? Yeah, when he came out to Melbourne. What's his connection there? Uh I actually think he uh, wanted to go to kind of like a multicultural area. Oh, okay. I think that was actually part of the Is that uh, right? part of the visit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, was it Cam Newton, the uh, Carolina Panthers quarterback? He went down to Richmond as well. Did he? Yeah. When did he? A couple come of years back. Uh, I remember uh, Brett Delidio was there. I think Brett Delidio hid his um, uh, passport in tuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was pretty, it was a pretty good gag. But I, I would say maybe three years ago do that he was at the Tigers. Do you think they keep the jumper? Do you think it's a source of pride or anything? Well, the thing is, Virat Kohli has been photographed, and I'm pretty sure it's in a cricket change room, so it's not at yep, sure. Richmond, yep, from yep. memory. Uh-huh. So it's like he's taken it back and worn it because it's, a, you know, Tigers, and, and they have Tigers in uh, in India. Do you think that's part of the reason why Richmond, is that is that the link they're going for? I, I think it might be, the, the, the Kohli link. Where tigers I'll tell you what, if you, can, if you can sign up those members, because how many people live in uh, in India? Oh, I'd be pushing a billion now. Yeah, close to. Yeah. If you can just tap into 90% of that, yeah. you'd be top of the ladder. And you know you know what I've heard? That in India, um, I've heard from a good friend of mine that uh, it's perfect conditions for footy. Oh. Like even in the middle of monsoon season, a good friend of mine, a good manager friend of mine said, uh-huh. it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's like 42 degrees, 100% humidity in the middle of a monsoon, uh-huh. perfect conditions for footy. Perfect. Yeah. But that's a long way to go, isn't it? Like China was a long way to go, but that's a that's a... What, a 10, 12-hour flight? I think India's a lot more than that. Well, uh, the sun's saying it's going to be like a three-day trek? To Shanghai? To India? No, no. Oh, no, the sun's... Yeah, but they they fucked up. They stayed in Singapore or something, didn't they? No, but they went by um, yacht. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's more relaxing. Yeah, You've got more room to kick the ball around. Yeah. You you can stretch. Mm. You can't do that in a plane. I like it. I like it. Some people have issues with it. I like it. And also, with this bi-week stuff, it does give people a chance to... To recoup, to recoup, yeah. But I guess, I guess in that in that regard, if you, if you've got to buy off the week the week after, then why not play the game like on a Wednesday? Or I suppose you want to tap into Australian TV audience and getting it into yeah. And you've most likely people... already played on a Saturday or a Sunday. You fucking idiot. Okay, but apart from that, God, you're stupid. Yeah, no. And do do you think GWS need a need to tap game? in? Yeah. Well, they want to get a Sydney team, don't they? Because that's the team. That's the town. People know. Well, I get what you're saying, that people in Shanghai didn't know the Gold Coast. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Or Port, they know Port Adelaide. Well, okay, you just shattered my point. <laughs> but I just figure, like, uh, people were like... It's like uh, back in the day, and it's not so much now, but whenever you... Well, no, film stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm acclaimed acting mm-hmm. actor. Um, and also, watching with other stuff. But whenever they do a football scene, it was always a Swans jumper. Oh. Because... That it's way, recognisable. Sydney will get it. Ah, oh, right. And then also the rest of the country will get it. Yep, yep. If you know what I mean. Um, like you wouldn't, wouldn't put a Brisbane jumper on or something. Oh, no. Fuck yeah. no. Because no, that's embarrassing for everyone. Sorry if I was in a bad mood, Adam. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to snap at you. You went pretty hard. But I'm just a bit grumpy. Well, I know you hate Indian people. Because we have our live show, right? Oh. Have our live show on September 3. It's the bye week. It's our week. It's our week. It's the so junk it's, time weekend. It's junk time. There's a public holiday. It's yeah. the junk time holiday yeah. the Monday after. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, September 3 at the European Beer Cafe. Tickets can be found at trybooking.com. Just type in Junk Time AFL Podcast. I'm so Sunday the 3rd of September. It, it's, it's, there's no footy on. There was no footy on. There was no footy There is no footy on. There's no AFL on. And now the AFL was talking about putting on AFLX amongst players who don't make the finals. Because you know what players love to do? Oh, mate. They love, they love the week after yep. the season's finished. Mm-hmm. Okay, some of them might go and play for Australia, yeah. which is their nation. That's their pride. No, but that, that doesn't come till after the season's Absolutely. finished. Absolutely. But they're priming themselves. I suppose they're getting a round ball at home. They're going, what's the rules in Gaelic? What people love, what people love, players love. After uh, their Mad Monday. After their Mad Monday. After their the mad Tuesday. Oh, and also, Geelong's wacky Wednesday. I mean, if they drop out of the eight, yeah. they have to wait till... They, they don't start till Wednesday. Yeah. They don't touch a drop till nah. Wednesday. No, 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 no. Players love getting a tap on the shoulder and saying, hey, do you want to fucking play a game? So they're going to do AFLX, uh, play yes. on a soccer-sized field. Now, let's talk about... So the reason they're doing it is because uh, basically the success of... T20 cricket. Now, T20 cricket, if you're not familiar with it, is basically a shortened version of cricket, which you can understand. It's played on the same ground with exactly the same rules, Mm. and it's just basically cricket in a shortened version. Same as that, whatever that uh, fast-forward tennis or whatever it is. It's tennis, but it's quicker. A few different rules. A few different rules, but same size rackets, same size net, same size court. Yeah, galoots, peanuts. Yeah, flogs. Yeah. The works. So what, what the AFL has done and gone... Both those concepts really work. People love them. So what we'll do is we'll change everything about the game yep. and play it on a rectangular ground, which no one ever does, with nine people or eight people, whatever it is, which no one ever does. When there's a goal, you don't go back to the centre because why would you fucking do that? You kick it out from the other end and it's ten four-minute quarters. And one umpire, don't forget that. Oh, is it one umpire? Yeah, it makes oh. me sick. No, you can't I have one umpire. I don't see three of those motherfuckers. And it, it fills my heart with joy when I see four of those motherfuckers. Yeah, during the bye round. Yeah, absolutely. And when they punch on. Tell oh, you yeah. <laughs> so they, they're, I don't think it's officially confirmed yet. I think I think it's just an idea someone's popped up. Hey, it says Max Gorn likes the plan. Uh, but <laughs> here we go. Uh, but well, I, that's because he's not going to be playing it. It says here, but hoped he wouldn't be playing. Yeah. Uh, but also, meaning I want to play finals. Yeah, exactly. But so they, they're planning on maybe doing that during the bye week. And so that you know what, why they've announced that? Well, they're trying to cut into our fucking crowd. We've got them spooked. Yeah, absolutely, we have. AFL House has been has been rocked. They've yeah. gone, what a junk time up to on that on that day. Right. We've got a, we've got a counter program. Yeah. And and we're gonna not do it well, but we're gonna. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm yeah. fearful they might move the grand final up to September three. Mm. I'm fearful they might play finals on maybe a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Yep, yep. And have the grand final. Oh, so round twenty three and Sunday night. Trying to cut in on us. So, yes, yeah, the so elimination finals Monday morning. Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, and then second. Well, week, no, third I don't week. like it. I well, don't no, like it's, it. It's yeah. terrible for us. Yeah, no, it's horrible. So the AFL's. We've got them spooked. So do you reckon they just went, oh, fuck, Junk Time's got a thing on. Let's just, uh, what can we do? And someone went, AFLX. They go, fucking great. What is it? Yeah. Uh, Square ground. Tell you what. How many players? Uh, Eight. Okay. Who does it? Uh, I don't know. A bunch of piss guys that really don't want to do it. Okay. We're going to counter-program AFLX. Okay. Okay. We're going to have Junk Time X, which is a podcast about uh, politics. (laughs) Are we now? (laughs) That that should be really good. i got a quick question, Adam. This is a... Question without notice. Okay. I don't know if I can handle these, but uh, hit me. What does confidence player actually mean? Mm, mm, good question. Heard a good commentator yeah, say no. they're a real confidence real player. Real confidence player, yeah. No, because uh, a lot of players that I've seen uh, with no confidence are really good. 
So they just they go home, they hate themselves, they contemplate what life's about, and mm-hmm. they think, why am I even here? Why do I even bother with life? Oh, really? A bit philosophical. But they're very, very good players. And then you've got confidence players who are like really happy go lucky. You know, they, they're the ones doing all the interviews, they're the ones getting on, they're chipping out. Yeah. Yeah, they're not necessarily good players. They're just they're very happy with the where they are in life. I, they're happy with the, they look in the mirror and they go, You're a fucking special man. Can can people send I mean I, I accept your answer, but people send us uh, emails uh, at junktimeaflpod at gmail dot com or in tweets at yep. junktimeaflpod. So what's your take on confidence well, player? I'm saying is confidence player like a flashy player? You know those kind of flashy players that don't often get a great deal of amount of touches. Yeah. But are effective. Okay, okay no. Like, I was thinking, like, would Greg Williams be a confidence player? No, see, I would say because Greg Williams was always solid. So he didn't need... I would say confidence player, and I'm not just picking on him because he's with Hawthorne, but I would say Ryan Schoenmakers is a confidence player because when he's going and things start to go his way, Mm -hmm. then he plays a little bit better. But if something goes badly for him, he puts one out in the full, it just gets in his head. So it's people who... Maybe their position in the team is not guaranteed. Not guaranteed, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, a, like your players. Liam Jones. So then. Is your confidence player. Although now he's the best fullback that's ever played. Can you be a confidence player and mm. then move on and no longer be a confidence player? Oh, that's a toughie, isn't it? Like, how do you know? How because you anything could go category? wrong. Like, yeah. I'd say Leo, Levi Casbolt would be a confidence shot at goal. <laughs> then when it's on a roll. Yep. You'll get it like, all right, okay. So I think a confident, a player that has confidence, so not a confidence player, like what sort of player makes you walk taller? Um, someone who's taller than me? No, you fucking moron. Like if Luke Hodges is in your team, you walk taller. Yeah, he's taller than me. No, he's not. Because <laughs> you're not scared of anyone around you. Because you go, oh, I can be taller. Because you know how uh, opposition players always go, I oh, fucking smash those tall cunts. Yeah. I fucking hate them. Yeah, Mum, Mumford says that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you go, if you're sure like Caleb Daniel, no one hits Caleb Daniel. Yeah. No one, except Toby Green. But you walk a little bit taller. And you feel, you feel more confident. Your chest is out. You're puffed up. It's because Hodgie's nearby. Hey, did you like the uh, Hodgie on Ryan Burton during the huddle? I didn't, I didn't hear anything. Ryan, I could see it. Yeah, Ryan Burton uh, was telling photographers, get out, get out, get out. Get him out of the circle. Before oh, the is this after the game? Yeah, and Hodgie was tapping him on the shoulder going, oi, we don't say that. We don't say that. Is that right? Yeah. He was still mic'd up. He was st- well, yeah, you could. actually, yeah, he would have been, yeah. Um, but uh, it was quite an interesting little kind of leadership thing. Oh, so, so it's fucking, you know what, Hodgie? You're not fucking captain. Yeah. If Ruffy doesn't want him in there, if Bert says fucking get out, yeah. no photos, yeah. then the fucking no photos, mate. Hey, we'll wrap it up with a few footballers in real life. Okay. Okay, from Twitter, from Possum Magic. Okay. Um, football in real life by proxy. Friend was at the 2002 Archer House barbecue as 12-year-old. That's awesome. We and, need- he, and he adds the great Dizzy stuff. This is dizzy stuff. We need access to that, to person. that person. Yeah, yeah I think. This I wonder, could... did they know what was going on? If if that person is willing to talk on September the third, oh fuck yeah, at three pm for a live show. Yes, we would love to have a bit of a yarn. Yes, that would be amazing. We don't. We won't put that. We can edit that bit out of the actual live podcast, yep. like the one that goes to. We don't have to name. No. We can we can put a, a screen up in front of you. We can put a black bag over their head. Whatever yeah. you need to do, but we would love access to that person who was at that barbecue. I want to know, like, what what sort of sausages were there? Uh-huh. They have. Uh, was there a coleslaw? Was yep. there a potato salad? Yep. Who was doing the cooking? Was there yelling? Was there pushing? Was there shoving? 
During the barbecue? Well, like when they found out. They oh, found out. no, I don't want to know about that shit. I want to know all the stuff before. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the chicken salt? Yes. Ah, it would be massive on the chicken salt. Yeah, I would have thought so. Oh, yeah. If you can, if that person is willing to chat. Okay, possum magic. Uh, you got to help us out here. Yeah, we need we need that person because that would uh, that would move a lot of units. Because imagine too, as a twelve year old, you're like, why is everyone going at Uncle Wayne? <laughs> why is everyone at, yelling at Aunty Kelly? <laughs> That would be the greatest afternoon. Fuck, imagine how much that would have scarred you. Uh, here we go from Pat. You're not answering me. I need, to, I need answers to these questions. Put yourself in his shoes <laughs> as a 12-year-old. Um, I'd be uh, playing kick-to-kick on the tennis court with Mick Martin. <laughs> yep, that's, and just getting spoiled. <laughs> from Pat, I was at a popular Bayside restaurant a couple of weeks ago with my wife and kids when none other than Mick Malthouse walks in. Oh, God. Probably grumbling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Mick was with his daughters, uh, Christy and the other one, uh, whatever her name is, you know, the one who isn't famous. Some blokes as well and a number of what I presume are his grandchildren. Oh, he, he, he was very affectionate to his grandchildren. He is. Family man. He loves them, especially when he was like King of Moomba. Uh, brought them out when he broke the record, I believe. Oh, I wasn't that great as a Carlton coach. <laughs> just arrived, Mick arrived just before, towards the end of Carlton v GWS match and watched the big screen of Carlton... Achieved one of the biggest upsets of the season. Oh, did he? Now, I'm no lip-reading expert, but when the final siren went for Carlton to win, I'm certainly muttered, fucking can't. <laughs> Being a St Kilda man, I was going to ra- uh, raise the Stephen Millen incident with him, but he's quite an angry bloke, and I didn't fancy getting smashed by an old man in front of my kids. <laughs> 100% true story, apart from the fucking cunt spit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, no, he didn't call, uh, he didn't say anything. You know what he said to Milne? He said, as Eddie Maguire said, he called him a fucking rat pest. Did he? Really? Was that... That's what uh, they tried to defend it as. Did they really? Yeah. I have no, I have no memory of that. Yep. You've, you know how often you'll say to oh, you fucking rat pest? Oh, come on. Uh, you're a <laughs> fucking rat pest in my phone. Yeah. Uh, from Cara. Uh, currently at Adelaide Airport and saw Brad Scott boarding a plane to Melbourne after the Hall of Fame. How right. does she know it's Brad? I don't know. Mm. Could be Chris. Uh, uh, dinner last night, he was wearing blue jeans and blue polo. There we go. Oh, there you Not Kanga kanda- blue, in black- brackets, she says. Carrying a suit bag and small carry-on. Uh, I thought I was having a subtle stalk of him while he was talking to someone, but as I walked away, I realised I hadn't forgotten I had a very obvious cat's beanie on. Very clearly, subtlety is not my strong suit. So she was having, she was getting in his kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. You get in his face. You go, yeah, my brother's got a better team than you have. Uh, here we go from Anthony. Saw Jake, the push-up king, at the movies in Greensboro tonight. Bought a large popcorn and asked for some bags to split it up into because uh, between his entourage. Not sure what he was there to see, but reckon he looks like a big fan of the Minions. I tell you what, he's there to see. Yep. Baby boss. Baby boss. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know you could. Um, I didn't know you could s- ask for up. bags. Yeah, mate, you just buy a couple of smallies. You're the push-up king. Hmm. He wouldn't have to pay. I wouldn't have thought so. Strolls into Greensboro. Strolls in. Look at that. Yep. It's a king. Just lifts up his shirt, hey. shows him what he's packing. Hey, kids, look over there. <laughs> We've got royalty in the yeah. house. He's a king. What's, what's he the king of, Dad? He's the king of push-ups. <laughs> he's the push-up king. How many did he do? Oh, like 320. Fuck, that's a lot of push-ups, Dad. <laughs> that's why he's a push-up king, son. <laughs> I think you might abdicate, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll wrap it up. Remember our live show, trybooking.com, September 3. We've got to get that person down there. We've yes. Yeah, I would love it. Please, Possum Magic, help us out. <laughs> We're at JunktimeOverPod at Gmail, JunktimeOverPod on Twitter and Facebook. See you later. Go Hawks. And go Blue Baggers.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 